And hello, everyone, and welcome to our program, The Truth Will Set You Free Bible Prophecy Edition. I'm Big Batista, along with my co-host, Nathan Jones, and we're with Lamb and Lion Ministry, and we're excited to be here with you for today's program as we're going to be talking about rightly dividing prophecy. So stay tuned for today's program. It's going to be exciting. But before we continue, I'm going to ask Nathan Jones, my co-host, if he will open us up with a word of prayer. Lord, I thank you again for this opportunity to dive in your word with Vic on here on The Truth Will Set You Free. We pray for everybody tuned in, Lord. We pray for your blessing upon them as it, it's a difficult time and it continues to get darker, that you'll give us hope and light through your word. We thank you, Jesus, in your precious name. Amen. Amen. Again, you're tuned into The Truth Will Set You Free Bible Prophecy Edition. Vic Batista, Nathan Jones with Lamb Lion Ministry. Again, we're talking about writing, dividing prophecy so make sure you stay tuned to our program hey and share it with your friends and family those of you following us on social media but before we continue i'm going to welcome my co-host to the program nathan jones nathan hey. to have you on hey it's always good to be on sharing god's word with you and glad you all are tuned in yes we're very very excited uh, nathan uh last week you and i were encouraging our listeners as we were talking about really the challenges of ministry suffering but also the patience in waiting as we believe the Lord is coming back very, very soon. And that's outlined for us, Nathan, in the times that we're living in by so many signs of the times, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, the Lord Jesus gave us so many signs to, to let us know when he's coming back. Look out for Matthew 24 and uh, Luke 21, Mark 13. <laughs> I was just answering somebody's question recently. They were bringing up uh, that chapter, Mark 13, and they well, what did Jesus mean by the signs of the times? Well, these are the signs that the Lord's given us that would tell us that we're getting closer to his return. They didn't increase in frequency and intensity the closer we got. Uh, signs in the sky, signs socially, signs spiritually, signs of Israel, signs in nature. So many of these different ones that uh, we could put into many categories, but uh, they're all happening around us and they're increasing in frequency and intensity, just like the Lord said. So we know he's coming soon. Mm, awesome, Nathan. Thank you so much. And Nathan, for someone who's maybe new to the ministry, maybe we can share with them uh, some of the resources that are provided for them here through the ministry. So maybe they can continue to grow in this wonderful um, study in eschatology. Oh, absolutely. Well, The Truth Will Set You Free podcast is a, a outreach ministry of Lamb and Lion Ministries. We're a Bible prophecy teaching ministry whose mission it is to proclaim the soon return of Jesus Christ. And we do that Primarily, most people know us through our television program, Christ in Prophecy, which is aired on all the major uh, networks as well as online networks like our YouTube channel. Our website is ChristinProphecy.org. It's filled with articles and blogs and videos and newsletters and social media links and everything to help you grow in your relationship with Jesus Christ and help you understand the signs of the time so you can be discerning as well. And it's an ongoing experience as we learn and grow together. So check us out christinprophecy.org. Oh, thank you so much, Nathan Jones. And Nathan, of course, and we want to officially uh, welcome Tim Moore today. Can you share with us some of the new developments and what we do? Well, Lamb and Lion Ministries uh, uh, was founded by Dr. David Reagan, and he has since retired as of this past weekend. After 82 years, well done, good and faithful servant. And He's going to focus on books and writing books. And now our new director is Colonel Tim Moore, who's joined us over the last few years as associate evangelist, but now is going to be our senior evangelist. And he's begun this week. And we want folks to check out our show, Christ in Prophecy, because this will be the first week post-Dr. David Reagan, as uh, Tim and I now host the television program. 
Fantastic. Thank you so much, Nathan. I saw a lot of wonderful new things coming up for the ministry, and we're so excited, Nathan, uh, because we see God is still on the move, right? Absolutely. You know, the mission of this ministry to proclaim the soon return of Jesus Christ didn't doesn't end with a man. It was given by Jesus Christ. It was laid on our hearts, and I'm just thankful the Lord wants it to continue. So under new leadership, we're going to continue on proclaiming the Lord's soon return right up to the moment he comes back and raptures the church up to heaven. All these materials, these teaching materials we're leaving behind will help bring people to know Jesus Christ after the rapture and help equip them to live during the horrors of the tribulation. And so that's that's what our purpose is. And uh, we thank you that you all are joined in to, to help study the Bible with us. Exactly. And Nathan, and that's a great segue to our program today because of the amazing resources that are part of this ministry there here at Lamb Lion Ministries. And really, it lines up with our teaching that we're going to dive right into in 2 Timothy chapter 2, as Paul is instructing young Timothy of the importance of rightly dividing the word of God. In our last segment, you and I talked about suffering and the challenges and being patient and waiting for the Lord. But now Paul continues to instruct young Timothy, uh, his protege, in the importance of also scripture. So Nathan, will you be able to open us up there by reading for us in 2 Timothy chapter 2, uh, beginning there on verse 10 through verse 15? Absolutely. Uh, okay, let me pull it up here. So starting in verse 10, Paul says to Timothy, Therefore I endure all things for the sake of the elect, that they may also may obtain salvation, which is in Christ Jesus with eternal glory. And this is a faithful saying, for if we died with him, we shall also live with him. And if we endure, we shall also reign with him. And if we deny him, well, he also will deny us. And if we are faithless, he remains faithful. He cannot deny himself. Would you like me to go on between 14 and 18? Uh, uh, yeah, Nathan, 14 through 15 actually will be fantastic. Okay, 14 through 15. Remind them of these things, charging them before the Lord not to strive about words, to no profit, to the ruin of the hearers, but be diligent to present yourselves approved to God, a worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Oh, I love that passage, Nathan. Thank you. I mean, that's just an amazing passage there as Paul is instructing uh, young Timothy. And, and I just love that because in verse 14, he talks about reminding them of these things and charging them before the Lord. And, and there are certain instructions that are given to us, Nathan, that we really need to pay close attention to, especially in the times in which we're living in where they have so many wild and crazy type of teachings out there and theology that is really very confusing, but it is very important for us to rightly divide the word of truth, the word of prophecy, because Nathan, you would agree there's a right way and there's a wrong way to interpret scripture. <laughs> Absolutely, yes. One of the signs that Jesus gave was a falling away in the end times, uh, what we call apostasy, a falling away from sound doctrine. Uh, the church of Laodicea in Revelation 3 was a symbol of it. In the final days of the church age, the church would become spiritually apathetic. They think they're rich, but they're really poor, the Lord says. They're spiritually poor. They, they believe they have everything, but really they, they don't have anything. And that's a very good example of the church today. The apostasy raging through the church as churches have decided that what they want to believe is more important than what Jesus taught in the Bible. And so that falling away is is a sign of the end times. And so, right, I, if you get in the Bible and you read the Bible, you see here that 
that Paul was telling us, get in the Bible, you know. Uh, don't strive about words of no profit, in other words, human teachings, which is the ruin of the hearers, ruin of their faith. But get in the Bible, be diligent to be approved by God, because that's what a good Christian worker does. They, they know the words of their master, and they do so because they've read his word. So we're supposed to read the word as well and not cut verses out of the Bible like apostates do, not create our own teachings, not coddle up to the world, as we're seeing increasingly, but live solely by the word of God. Mm, Nathan, I love that. And, and I, I love what you said, not cuddling up, because, you know, sometimes people have a tendency to follow a teacher or a person because of a personality rather than searching the scriptures and really seeing if what they're saying lines up. And, and I think you would agree, Nathan, that when it comes to rightly dividing the word, we're talking about from Genesis to Revelation. You and I have talked about this before. There's nothing better than just good old study and sweat, right, Nate? <laughs> Well, the book of Revelation, chapter 1, verse 3, gives a promise to those who take the words to heart and, and, and obey them. There'll be a blessing. And there's a warning at the end of Revelation that not to subtract or add anything to the Bible. So here we've got this apostate time period, this Church of Laodicea time period that is doing just that. They're like choosing what they want in the Bible uh, to believe or not to believe. Uh, this month is June and all this gay pride talk. Well, the Bible condemns homosexuality, fornication, adultery, all sexual sin, which is outside of marriage. And yet we have churches coddling up to the world again, saying, well, you know, we need to love on them. Well, loving on them so that they live in rebellion against the Lord is sending them to hell. That's not loving people. That's hating people. And so you can seem self-righteous in your own eyes, but God, he condemns it. Uh, God condemns all sorts of sins that are popular nowadays. Uh, pride, man. There we go. Gay pride, pride parades. You're proud of your sin. Uh, we have the pride of life. Uh, you know, selfies. We live in a world of selfies and selfishness, where everybody's virtue signaling, and it's all about them. And there's no humility or respect for God. It, it's dark times, brother. And uh, but again, I love what verse Paul says in verse 15: Be diligent to present yourself approved to God, not approved to man or society. Those are going to pass away. Those are going to fall. All societies eventually collapse and fall away. But God is eternal, and we need to be more concerned about being approved to God and not to man. Excellent point. And Nathan, and, and one thing is for sure, you know, if we're going to rightly divide the word and we're going to stand for what's right, we're not going to oftentimes be very popular, especially when we have to take a stand against these issues that you just brought to our attention. People are not always going to agree with us. But you know what? We have to stand with what the scriptures say. And if the scripture calls something sin, then that's what it is. Excellent point. I mean, Jesus himself said that the world hates me, so they're going to hate you as well if you're a follower of Jesus. And we, we want the world to like us. And, and we hope that, well, maybe they'll listen to our message if they like us. And I'm not saying that Christians need to be rude and out there and yelling at people and showing hate. We need to show love. But at the same time, we need to stand for what's right because that's what the Lord stands for. So, yeah, they're going to hate us for it. Uh, oh, I saw this great sign on a church the other day. Uh, I wish I could remember the exact phrase is, is uh, those who love the lie hate the truth. That was kind of the theme of it. And it's true. As we proclaim the truth, they're going to hate us for it because the truth shines light on their sin and evil. And they don't want people, they don't want God to see their evil, so they think. So they're going to hate the truth. And the more Christians preach the truth, the more we're going to be canceled. Brother, <laughs> ever since COVID started, right, Christians are being canceled left and right. 
churches, especially in Canada, are being closed down. I was reading a, a gentleman from India wrote me and told me that in India right now, if you're a Christian, you're not getting any medical or COVID relief. It's going all to the Hindus. The wow. Christians are being left out of any vaccines or anything. Uh, Christians are marginalized. They've been since the beginning, and they will continue to be. We can't expect it to be any different. Nathan, I, and you mentioned something very important. You know, the more that we rightly divide the word and we stand for truth, we need to be ready uh, for some of these uh, attacks that are coming uh, right now we're streaming of course live on social media such as Facebook and the like and we're noticing that even that's being censored and we might even go off the air because someone out there might not like what we're saying but yet we need to continue to be faithful in and rightly dividing the word of truth our program is called the truth will set you free right Nathan and that's why we believe that it's the truth of the word of God Yes, yes, you came up with that name, and you named it well, right? Right out of the Bible there. This is true. The truth will set us free from lies, deceit, falsehood, sin, corruption, and eventually eternal punishment in hell. So why would we want to live a lie? What benefit does it get us but short-term gratification? Long-term joy and prosperity in the Lord, that is what uh, we should call and strive for. So the truth does indeed set you free, my brother. Amen. And, and you know, Nathan, that's why you and I would get very excited because every time we do our programs, we don't we, we just go through the word of God like we're doing here in Second Timothy. And we, there are certain things that some people might want to skip over. They might not want to address. But that's the wonderful thing about rightly dividing the word. If the word offends, then it's the word. If the word blesses, then it's the word. We're just called to be faithful teachers of the word and in rightly dividing Again, it takes a, a prayer, right, Nathan? It takes a lot of studying, uh, and it's not an easy thing. And it's also, you would agree, being led of the Holy Spirit. When the Holy Spirit gives us something to share, we need to be ready to do that. Absolutely. But people say, well, God never talks to me. Well, he doesn't really talk in an audible voice. Occasionally, people experience that. I think I've experienced it maybe twice in my life, and it was that still small voice. But overall, God speaks to us through his word, the Bible, and through the moving of the Holy Spirit. And uh, how can we know God and know his will if we don't read his word and engage with his spirit? <laughs> you're, gonna, you're gonna be left with nothing. So absolutely, brother, there, that's the only way to go. When you approach the scriptures, you know, before you read it, pray, you know, may the Holy Spirit illuminate these passages. Now, it doesn't mean that whatever comes to your mind is from the Holy Spirit. You gotta, like you said, Vic, test it based on what the Bible teaches to make sure what you're, you're thinking and feeling is is from the Lord and not something that you're just popped in your mind. That's how heresy starts. That's how apostasy starts. Yeah, and, and that's why you and I encourage individuals, hey, as you're part of this program, make sure that you grab your Bible and you follow along. Make sure that whether it's a digital Bible or your own Bible, but make sure that you're also following and paying attention to what you and I are saying, that, that it's biblical. And Nathan, it just brings me back to Acts chapter 17, verses 10 through 11, if you're able to take us there and read for us that passage, because really this is an example of how all Christians should be. Acts, yes, very good. Acts 17, 10 through 11, it reads, Then the brethren immediately sent Paul and Silas away by night to Berea, and when they arrived, they went into the synagogue of the Jews. These were more fair-minded than those in Thessalonica, and then it received the word with all readiness and search the scriptures daily to find out whether these things were so. So Nathan, in other words, you and I are doing a teaching and really the individuals listening 
should be like the Bereans. They should be saying, hey, let me see if what Vic and Nathan are saying is so, not just taking a word for it. <laughs> right, right. And no teacher of the Bible. We're human, right? We're going to make mistakes. So it's really important to live like these Bereans did. I love it that they were more fair-minded. I think that's a kind of a tongue-in-cheek here. Basically, the, the, the church in Thessalonica, or at least the Jews in Thessalonica, were uh, quite against it. But uh, here, the Bereans, they're like, well, we're open to the ideas, but they've got to conform to what the Bible teaches. And I think in all things in life, that's how we should live. We should live by, does that conform with the Bible teaches? Does that moral morality being taught, is that conform to the, what the Bible teaches? If not, then flee from it because it's a lie. And who wants to live a lie? That only ends up in destruction and death. So get back in there in the Bible and be a good Berean, right? Absolutely. And Nathan, and, and you know, and, and in studying the Bible and following the scriptures diligently, that's how we then understand the scriptures. That's how we then able to teach the scriptures. That's how we're then able to help others. Uh, and in a sense, uh, help them out of their sinful lifestyle or help them out of confusion. And I believe Christians that study the word of God sooner or later, they should step up to the plate and start sharing that message with others. Now, of course, I'm not saying that everyone is going to be uh, a teacher or a pastor or a leader in the sense, but we all do have a responsibility to share the gospel with others. And James chapter three, verse one is one that sometimes people get scared of when it comes to teaching. But I don't think people need to be scared of that as long as they're studying the word of God. Nathan, would you be able to read for us that verse there in James three, verse one, in terms of teachers? <laughs> Well, I don't know about being scared, but it sure is sobering, right? It, it reads, my brethren, let not many of you become teachers, knowing that we shall receive a stricter judgment. So, wow, boy, that, that's a humbling verse there, isn't it? And Nathan, and that's why I'm saying scared, because sometimes people feel, well, I don't want to get involved in the Bible. I really don't want to teach the Bible. I don't want, but we, we have to realize uh, that, yeah, it is a responsibility. And that's why you and I, we take the time to dig into the scripture, to study the scripture. I mean, you and I, we spend hours and hours and hours a week uh, looking over scripture, studying scripture, because we know it's a responsibility. We do not want to uh, lay, um, let anybody astray, but yet it is a great privilege, but we don't have to fear it. We just understand its responsibility. Right, no, but it, it's a, a definite warning from God. I mean, it's not like we're gonna lose our salvation if we teach the wrong thing or and intentionally, let me say, teach the wrong thing. Uh, you know, but at the same time, uh, boy, if, if we don't get into the word and understand it and then teach it as the Bible teaches it, then we will be held accountable. We'll especially lose credibility once people point out our error. Uh, it's also dangerous, too, because that's how you fall in apostasy, was you uh, drift away from what the Bible teaches. And a good teacher is a good student. Uh, we should be as teachers, also be students. We <laughs> That's one thing with the Bible, right? You, you can't know everything in the Bible. It's it's infinite in its learning. Oh, I like that, Nathan. And that brings me to a very good point, our next point, because you just said it right on the head. You said uh, good teachers are good students. And in order for us to rightly divide the word, we also, there's also resources. Uh, again, Lamb and Lion Ministry is filled with resources of other teachers so that we can be good students and we can glean and learn from others, right, Nathan? Yeah, I mean, our, our website is a wealth of articles and videos. We have, I know, just 2,600 articles on our blog alone that I've been posting over the last 
14 years. Uh, we have countless, uh, I think we just had aired our 779th Christ in Prophecy television episode, and almost all of them are available on our website. Countless web videos like our inbox and prophetic perspectives teaching series. Uh, we just want people to grow in their faith, and so we put that out there. We do have some resources like DVDs and books, which have a small fee to cover the costs. Uh, but for the most part, we want everything out there free and teachable like these podcasts. Uh, study along with us, and we hope that we kind of rub off on you and our excitement for the Lord's return uh, rubs off on you, and then you can live with that hope as well. Mm, I love I love that. And Nathan, you and I also, we encourage people, make sure that they also dig into, have a nice uh, a Bible commentary, a Bible dictionary, uh, certain resources to help them also at home in their quiet time to rightly divide uh, the word of truth. And especially Bible prophecy, Nathan, it is so important because there's just so many bad, erroneous teachings out there, people following their own itching uh, teachers with itching ears. You remember a few years back with the blood moons and before that it was the Mayan calendar. And, and, and sad to say, but a lot a lot of these um, Bible prophecy teachers were doing a disservice to the people because they were straying a little bit from what the scriptures have to say. Would you agree? Yeah, it's called sensationalist Bible prophecy. It's extra biblical Bible prophecy looking for worldly signs instead of biblical signs you're right the mayan calendar the world ending in 2012 yeah that was a joke the blood moons the great sign of revelation 21 and now brother i see the next one coming i bet you see it too the UFOs. <laughs> what's that ufos right the government's release of ufo data we're already starting to see some videos out there of these triangles flashing or these things like flight of the navigator if you remember that old movie sailing over the water and going underwater. I mean, I, you know, again, I believe that UFOs are demonic. They're not aliens from outer space. But, you know, all of a sudden we're going to flood the world with this idea that UFOs are real and get people all. And again, it falls into the end time great delusion that the Bible prophesied would happen. So, yep, UFOs, man, that's the next thing around the circle, isn't it? Yeah, and Nathan, so we want to, we want to uh, 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 give advance notice to our listeners that we will be covering these topics. And our hope, Nathan, is to cover it from a biblical perspective, to educate people what the Bible has to say. Nathan, you know, one thing that people seem to forget, and this will be, of course, for another program, is right there, uh, just very simple, UFO. Well, what exactly is an unidentified flying object? That could be anything. And yet... <laughs> As soon as people say UFO, we have been programmed to think of aliens, right, Nathan? And we need to look at what the Bible has to say. Right. I, I like a good sci-fi movie. I'm a sci-fi buff myself. But do I believe that there's other people, extraterrestrials from other planets visiting us? No, nah, not at all. The, the Bible talk calls demons the spirits of the air. Well, where are we finding all these unidentified objects zipping around? Up in the air. <laughs> Just as the Bible said, so they're, they're demonic manifestations. Now, maybe our technology has gotten to the point now where we can start seeing things that were unseen in the past, or maybe the, the demons are revealing themselves in the hopes of dissuading people and, and getting them convinced that a higher life form is coming to bring a new age, that age of Aquarius. Brother, I certainly think that after the rapture, when the Bible says there's a great deception, that people are deceived about what happened at the rapture, it could well be that aliens or 
climate change, those are my top two that I think on the list there that will be used to explain away the rapture. Exactly. And Nathan, and this is why you and I love to cover a lot of these materials and also teach it from a biblical perspective, especially when it comes to Bible prophecy, because these are the times where Bible prophecy teachers have a tendency to get off on a certain tangent uh, just for, again, like you mentioned, sensationalism. And they start selling the books and they start selling their, their programs and people start flocking onto it. And then the next thing comes. And that's why we want you, our listeners right now, to be students of the Bible. When it comes to Bible prophecy, according to what the Bible teaches in 2 Peter chapter 1, verses 19 and on, we're going to share with you that this is not something that we come up with. It's something that the Holy Spirit needs to reveal. Nathan, will you be able to take us there to um, 2 Peter uh, chapter 1 and read for us verses 19 through 21? Sure. And so we have the prophetic word confirmed, which you do well to heed as a light that shines in a dark place until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your hearts. Knowing this first, that no prophecy of scripture is of any private interpretation, for prophecy never came by the will of man, but holy men of God spoke as they were moved by the Holy Spirit. Mm. I, I always love that verse, Nathan. And here we find no, it's no private interpretation. How we divide the word, rightly dividing prophecy or truth, is not left up to us, but also the Holy Spirit sort of downloads into our hearts and our spirit uh, what the scriptures are saying. So there's a divine revelation there, right, Nathan? And Deuteronomy, I believe it's chapter 28, gives us a test that you know a prophet is true if what they prophesy comes true. Well, <laughs> Certainly, guys like Nostradamus, which people point to, and modern-day prophets, their prophecies don't come true. Matter of fact, they're very often false. Uh, sometimes they get close, and or it's general, and people are like, oh, well, that sounds right. But with Bible prophecy, every prophecy comes true to the letter. And 31% of the Bible is prophecy. Hundreds of prophecies have been fulfilled exactly as the Bible prophesied. Why? Because the source of it, as verse 20 says, 21 says, it comes from the Holy Spirit, from God himself. Mm, that is fantastic. So, Nathan, amazing. And, and this is why we rely heavily on the Holy Spirit, on the Lord revealing to us his truth. One thing, Nathan, that I'm very grateful for, that in over 10 years that you and I have been doing these programs, uh, I, don't, I can't remember anyone calling us false teachers or false prophets. Because one thing you and I don't do is sensationalize scripture. We just teach the truth. Absolutely. I mean, why would we? The Bible is so rich. It's got 66 books written by 40-some authors over 1,500 years on three continents. Why do we need to go into the weird stuff, uh, the extra-biblical stuff for our source of prophecy when we've got 31% of the Bible right there that has prophecy? I love it. And of course, for those of you that are part of this program, I hope that that has been encouraging you. Again, the importance of being good students of the Word of God, rightly dividing the Word of truth. And for those of you that don't have a relationship with the Lord, listen, this is a great opportunity for you to receive God's truth into your heart and allow the Holy Spirit to transform your life from the inside out. We believe that this program was set up for you by the Holy Spirit. This is no coincidence, but it's a divine appointment because God loves you and he allowed you to be part of this program. And if you don't know Christ, we're going to give you an opportunity right now to open your hearts and to receive him while there is still time. So Nathan, will you be able to share with that person that right now is part of this program, whether it's now live or at a future time, 
how they can start the wonderful relationship with Jesus right now? Well, it's time to uh, come to the Lord humbly in repentance and surrender your lives to him. That's what he's looking for. He's looking to fill heaven with people who want to be with him forever. And we do that by surrendering our life to him. Our, our hearts in contrition will say and pray something like, Dear Jesus, please be my Lord and Savior. Please forgive me of my sins and be my Savior. And Jesus will do that. He will forgive you of your sins, your rebellion against God. That's what sins are. Uh, the guilt of all these sins weighing down you will be lifted. It will feel like a weight's been taken off your shoulder. And you will inherit eternal life. That promise of eternal life with the live in the Lord's home, heaven, the new Jerusalem forever and ever. So, uh, brother, I, I hope that those are all tuned in mm. and given their life to Jesus Christ. Awesome. Thank you so much, Nathan, for that invitation. And of course, if that's you, if you receive the Lord, hey, reach out to us. Let us know. We would love to rejoice with you. 305-992-9537. And uh, let us know you received the Lord. If those of you following us on social media, post there uh, that you have. And we would love to send you a Bible and a Bible study so that you can grow in your relationship with the Lord and just continue to be a wonderful student of the word, rightly dividing the word of truth. So we want to congratulate you on your decision with the Lord. Nathan, amazing, amazing passages uh, that we were able to share today. And like always, thank you so much, Nathan, for helping us rightly divide the word of truth. Amen, brother. Great to be studying the Bible with you again this week.